0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to a brand new episode of SCAR with Dustin Rivenbart. Now, we've got a great podcast lined up for you today, but before we get into all of that, I want to give you kind of the intent of the podcast Of the why are we here, so to speak, and we're here to work out our hardships, our trials, our tribulations in such a way that we can begin to unfold God's plan and purpose for our lives. But you may be listening to this and say, But Dustin, why do I need to listen to Scar? And the truth is, guys, we all have stuff, we all have hardships. And issues and things that can sort of uh, accumulate and and pile up in our lives and it can even change the trajectory of our lives if we allow it. So that's why you need to be tuned in and listening to SCAR because this is a safe place that we can come together and we can and we can share what God is doing um, in our lives and in the lives of, of those surrounding us. So with With all of that being said, um, last week we had a powerful, powerful episode. I was just coming back from uh, the Relate Conference and I had a message downloading um, that I felt like was directly downloading from the Holy Spirit. I felt like God was speaking to me in a powerful way and it was this topic of soul healing. Now, just a little recap of exactly what soul healing is. The way that we defined it last week was the pathway or journey to removing the crushing weight of grief or struggle restricting the heart. And I gave you four basic revelations or four principles to kind of help walk out This pathway or this moving pipeline, if you will, of soul healing in and through our lives. Now, we love bringing guests on and we love um, incorporating some different things uh, into the podcast. But I really feel like I need to dive in a little bit more here. And we've got some great guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. But I want to take this week to continue sharing some thoughts that have been on my mind here lately and really dig into this topic just a little bit more. So uh, bear with me. I think you're really going to enjoy. Listen, if you have not heard last week's episode, please stop right now. Go back to the previous episode, fire it up, listen to it, and then come back into this episode because I really feel like it will make uh, a lot more sense to you. Either way, it's going to be a great ride. So, a couple of weeks ago, um, we had a guest pastor come in to our church at Church at the Crossing, um, and my pastor, Pastor John Dowdy, he <coughs> he brought in. A guy by the name of uh, Pastor Emmy Vasquez. Now, this message that Emmy brought, I think was timely, and I also believe it was quite simple, but yet genius. Let me explain. Pastor Emmy Vasquez, uh, he was, he's like from the Bronx. Um, and just, uh, the, the life story that he's got is, is awesome. His, his, um, demeanor is funny. He brings an excitement and all of that, but he also brings a realness to the word of God. Um, as a Puerto Rican from the Bronx, uh, his, his father did, uh, a major prison sentence, um, um, Emmy Vasquez spent time uh, locked up as well, and and he really brought this powerful message of what God had done in and through his life, and just kind of shared it with us, and it was so simplistic, and he brought with that three major points. Now, I want to look at those three major points that he brought to us um, a couple of sundays ago and it was this message of look up look in look out all right now how does this relate to the soul healing okay when we talked about soul healing last week i need you to understand my first point the way it is isn't the way that it has to stay now their, um pastor emmy vasquez he used um, the book of Isaiah to kind of explain these three points um, I want to kind of look at uh, the woman at the well all right so the woman at the well it, it, the the John chapter 4 um, kind of here we have Jesus on his way to Galilee, uh, and he has to go through a town called Samaria. Now, we know um, that Jesus lived 33 years on this planet. He modeled what it was like to live a perfect sinless life and kind of show us how we're to do relationships, how we're to do community, how we're to love one another, and uh, also how we, sum- how we are to submit to the Father. And here it says that Jesus kind of came to the uh, Jacob's well, is what it's called. And um, about noon, he was tired. And I just wonder how many of us are tired right now. How many of us are doing this thing called life, and we're just tired? Jesus models and understands and demonstrates what it looks like to be fully human, but yet never sin in the process. So he shows up, uh, and and he's sitting by this by this well. This Samaritan woman comes walking up, man, and uh, and she's on her daily task. She's got she's got her her water jug and. She's she's coming now. I've been to places like Ethiopia, uh, Haiti, and all of these third world countries, and this is a still this is still a common practice today, where kids and and women will bring water jugs and they'll come, and this is how they get their their water to take a bath, uh, brush their teeth, <clears throat> maybe uh, drinking water. All of this type of stuff, anything that you would need water for, cooking, uh, day-to-day lives. Now, keep in mind that she's busy, right? She's on her daily task, and she goes to this water jug. Jesus kind of calls out to her, and again, I don't want to use this necessarily as a preaching platform, but... But I feel like there's some powerful things here that that we need to understand about the way that Jesus does life. And so continue to bear with me, Uh, these are all ideas and things that I'm still fleshing out, that I'm still wrestling with this idea of soul healing and all of this and, and these principles. But I think they're valuable and I think that we should be wrestling these out as a community um, as a family, as a body of Christ together, especially during these times. So Jesus calls out to this Samaritan woman, and she sort of is in disbelief. Like, let me try to explain, like, in the, in those days, I mean, there was like gang lines drawn, okay? Like, you don't talk to Samarians, all right? You don't talk to Sumerians if you're Jewish. You don't talk to Jewish if you're Sumerian, right? There were just these situations where you just don't cross certain cultural uh, generational boundaries. Of course, we see that Jesus is different. And so Jesus came for the Jew and the Gentile, right? We find that out um, through, through through many, many, many Scripture, many parts of Scripture. And so he's talking to this Sumerian woman asking her for a drink. And she's like, I am mind blown. So um, she doesn't quite understand. And Jesus goes and tells her, okay, you're not getting it. Go and get your husband. Now, this is where this sort of takes a turn. This is where this kind of really gets interesting, because just like last week, I told you my first point, the way it is, isn't the way it has to stay. We have to recognize that our heart is burdened, that that we live in a sinful society, that we live in a sinful state, right? This is a fallen world. The first thing that Emmy Vasquez brought up was to look up. This Samaritan woman was on her daily task and she looks up and sees Jesus. Okay, okay, listen to me now. She doesn't fully understand what Jesus is trying to say. Jesus begins to tell her that, okay, this water here will make you thirsty again. But he tells her that that if you come to me, I will give you living water. And, And I believe somebody needs to hear this today. Somebody is is in the middle of a hardship somebody is in the middle of a struggle a power struggle right now somebody is in the middle of a heart struggle right now and they need to hear a couple of things one jesus sees you all right god Sees you right where you are. I'm asking you to just put down whether it's your own agenda, whether whether it's pride, whether it's whatever it may be, uncertainty, it's okay to not know what you don't know. All right. So I'm asking you. to put away all of your preconceived notions. All of that, your own understanding, put that away and just look up and see Jesus. Okay? Because I promise you, he sees you right where you are. So anyway, I'm going to keep on kind of paraphrasing um, what's going on with with Jesus and the woman at the well. Um And so he tells her to go and get her husband. She says, well, I don't have a husband. He says, that's right. You have had five husbands, right? And the man that you live with is not your husband. So we studied last week, my second point or revelation for soul healing was that godly relationships are our lifeline. So here's what Jesus begins to do in my second point for today. um, Again, given to us by Pastor Emmy Vasquez, that I think is extremely powerful, and we need to look at this and apply this to our lives. The second thing that I think we need to do is look in. All right? Now, we're not doing this in our own power, in our own might we look up we're looking at Jesus and Jesus begins to help this woman in Samaria to look inward he shows her ma'am you've been giving yourself away to the wrong things you've been approaching life the wrong way you've given in to these lies that maybe it's going to be this certain thing for us maybe we've given in to a lie that this this idea of what's next this job this next job is going to it's going to fix all my problems maybe we've given in to to this notion that this next this next woman this next girl, this next this next boy, this next guy is gonna fix all my problems, right? Maybe we've given into this lie that that this new shiny object, right, or getting my point across, guys. This just popped into my mind here again. Keep in mind, we're all just wrestling through this together. Uh, none of this is scripted. It's just it's just stuff that. I believe we need to hash out, and we need to 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 work out, guys. We can we can desire more and not get lost in it. I'm reading this book right now uh, by Sean Nepstad that that um, my pastor gave to me, and it's called "Don't Don't Quit in the Dip." All right. And he talks about, (laughs) he gives an analogy about a music truck, okay? Really, an ice cream truck. You know the ice cream truck will come through and it's playing this music and kids run out. Well, Sean talks about how he had four girls, all right, close in age. And you know the price of ice cream on an ice cream truck is high, okay? And if you got four girls and this ice cream truck comes through every day, it's going to kill your pocket. And so Sean tricks his girls into believing that this truck that comes by every afternoon is just a music truck. And he agrees. He says, okay, this is probably terrible of me as a parent. But he said, I promise you over two, uh, two years, he said, this saved my wallet. <laughs> well, one day... The girls are are with grandma, all right, and they hear a music truck, all right, and so they're getting ready to dance or whatever, well, grandma introduces to them this whole new world that the music truck that just comes by and they can dance to has ice cream too. Like wow, you know, and this was a new revelation to them. And Sean says, you know, thanks, Grandma, and and he jokes about it. And and so anyway, I wonder if this whole idea of next, what's more, or or what's next, um, uh, wanting more, and all of that comes from not really understanding who Jesus is. And what he can do in our journey and in our walk right now. Again, I'm wrestling with this uh, as we as we talk about it. So uh, forgive me if it's not if it's not super thought out. But think about this now. All right, what if we're looking at Jesus through our own finite minds, through what we've understand. And who we think of him as, as fully human. Okay? What if we don't recognize or understand fully what it means to be both fully human and fully God? Alright? So we're looking at Jesus as this sort of great story, great man, great prophet, great leader. And what if we don't get it that he can literally give us more right now? What if I told you that the music truck has ice cream too? Hmm. The Bible tells us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so that we may have life and have it abundantly. What if that more that we're looking for is really a void of what God can give us right now? I mean, that's, that's big time stuff when we really... When we really break down the nuts and bolts and we come to and we come to Jesus, all right? We look at Jesus and allow him to help us to look inward. Yeah. This can be a huge revelation, all right? That maybe the way we've been going about life Maybe the way we've been going about things in certain situations, maybe, just maybe, we don't fully recognize who it is that we're looking at or looking to when we, when we look up. Today, I want you to fully understand, or at least to the best of your ability, understand That God sees you right where you are right now in the mess. We look up. We look in. Understanding that we could be in the middle of a storm. And that in the storm, it's hard to read God's word when the lights go out. Sometimes we just need a good friend to shine a light. Godly relationships are our lifeline. Are we putting our trust in God and in His will and His purpose and His plan for our lives? Are we stuck on this whole idea of what's next, never being fully satisfied of where we're at? Now, moving forward, uh, Pastor Emmy Vasquez gave us his last point was look out look up look in and look out after the woman at the well after she grabs on to this thought process if you will after she grabs on to what Jesus is really saying you know and that he is the Messiah she goes on this rant about one day the Messiah will come tell me everything i need to know and things will be good and jesus says i am he when she really gets it and how do i know she gets it because she leaves goes into the city and tells everyone she knows what she had just seen what she had just heard that she met god and that and that jesus had told her everything that she had ever done not condemning and a life-giving He helped her to look in, man. I want to know what God is doing in your life right now. I want want us to be at a place where we can look out. That means that the people we come in contact with each and every day, that we share what God's doing in our lives with them. That we share who we are in Christ with the outside world so that they know that the music truck has ice cream too. that that what they're really looking for the only one that can provide soul healing is the only one who truly sees you as you are meant to be seen Right now in the mess. Right now in the chaos. God created you with his perfect hands. You're a masterpiece. I want us to look up. Look in. And finally look out. I've said this before. And you know. You don't need. A traumatic story. A a major comeback. Or a. Or a huge, wild, outlandish, crazy testimony to have a testimony. Simply go out and share with people, whether we're at the supermarket, gas station, whether we're at church, whether we're on the job, whether we're with our families, man, whatever it may be for you, wherever you find yourself, how can we be of influence. To those around us, and point all the honor and the glory back to God. Maybe right now all of that sounds good. And 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 maybe you're like, I feel that, but. But look, I'm really deep in it right now. Like, like I'm hurting. I'm hurting, man. God sees you, brother. God, God sees you, sister. A- and I'm not telling you that this is that this is an easy process. This whole idea of looking up, look in, and look out. You may not be at a point where you're ready to look out. Right now, it's taken all the strength you can do to just look up because you've been beaten down by the storms of life for so long. It's okay. God sees you right where you're at. The Bible tells us that God stepped out of heaven He walked on this earth for 33 years. He came down. He sees you right where you are on your level in your hurt, in your hardship, in the tragedy that happened. In the midst of what should have never happened, wherever it is, he sees you. And I want you to look up. Allow God to help you begin to look in. Where have I been putting my faith? Where have I been putting my beliefs? Where have I been putting my trust? And let's start that process of being able to look up, look in, and look out. Let's get ready. Let's get prepared. God's doing a new thing, man. He's doing a new thing in our cities, and our surrounding cities. I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of that. I want to play a major role in history, understanding that it's really His story. Yeah, solidifying our anchor, being held in place through all that happens in this crazy experience we call life, being anchored in Christ. Look up, look in, and look out. All right, guys, so I hope that you are being blessed by these podcasts. I... You know, I sat back yesterday and I began to just look back kind of in awe of some of the guests that we have had on this podcast. We have had, we've been really blessed to have some amazing stories. And again, this podcast was started um, out out of several hardships that me and my family had experienced. Um, in our lives, and felt the need to just share uh, other people's hardships and experiences, not in a way of glorifying um, hardships or, or negative things or make martyrs out of people or anything, just to share God's glory, man, and what God is doing out there and how he's really really active and on the move in our lives, and he has a plan for us, and it's not over. Like Sean Nepstead is saying in his book, don't quit in the dip. Let's realize that the music truck has ice cream too, okay? And so if you're being blessed by this podcast as much as we're being blessed by giving you this information, please share it. It means the world to us here at Scar when somebody will drop us a review wherever you listen to this, whether it's on Apple, whether it's on iHeartRadio, Radio, um, whether it's uh, whatever platform you tune in to listen to your podcast, this podcast. Please drop us a review and uh, and and. We would love to share that review. Uh, we would love to connect with you. And let's all move forward in this journey together. Um, look forward to the next couple of weeks too, guys, because we've got some amazing guests coming through, um, a couple of which you don't want to miss. And so I'm, I'm super excited uh, about the things to come for SCAR. Um, also for you, our listeners, I'm excited about... Uh, what God's going to do in and through um, your lives. So let's stay in community. Let's stay connected. Again, for our listeners, I will see you in the next couple of days.